Welcome back. Welcome back, folks. Episode number two. Dose. Beer, bait, and real estate. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a hit. We have big, we have big ideas for this. Big ideas. Um, I think it's important to the culture of Oklahoma. Craft beers coming on we strong. Got, yeah, we got craft beer breweries jumping up left and right, and we got a bunch of yahoos like you and me running around buying it that don't know what in the hell we're doing. Yeah. And the only thing that's beating them is dispensaries. That's the only thing that's growing as fast. That's a, that's a different podcast for a different day with a different guest. We'll have my cousin Blake on here. Or maybe we'll go to Oklahoma City because there's plenty. Uh, we hope we hope there's a brewery out there that will that will want us to come there. And I'm I yeah. Want, I want to do an on-site. I think I'd like to do an on-site in Oklahoma City with my cousin Blake. Yeah, I think that'd be a good be time. Fun. So, folks, here's what we're here to do today. We're here. If you if this is you're just clicking in on episode number two, what we do is we are going to review. An Oklahoma craft beer. We're going to give you a little bit of a... A professional opinion on the outdoor world. Professional opinion on the outdoor world. An unprofessional opinion on this craft beer. And then another professional opinion on the world of real estate. Yeah. Basically what we are, folks, I am Adam Steidley. I am a professional in the world of real estate and the great outdoors. And an unprofessional in the craft beer world but by the time i'm a professional drinker though by the time i'm done with this podcast i'll be one of the go-to guys in the state of oklahoma let's get started i mean yeah what we're here to do folks we're here to learn with you we don't know a lot about craft beers but we're going to drink them they're all from oklahoma we're going to tell you about them and we're going to rate them i don't even know you haven't even showed me the sheet yet what are we drinking? I think this one's going to catch you off guard. I've never even heard of these. My, again, my cousin Blake from Oklahoma City will have heard of these people. This is like a Nor. I think this is a Norman beer. What Berliner? What is this? Berliner Weiss from Vanessa House. Is this a wheat beer? This is this is a wheat beer from Vanessa House and uh, Norman, Oklahoma. I don't like wheat beer. I'm just. Nothing against them. Not a fan. What do you mean you don't like wheat beer? Because everybody in Oklahoma likes wheat beer. They put a slice of orange in it or something. I don't like orange. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What it, What is it about wheat? I, something about, well, first off, I cut wheat for so many years, I got tired of it. Okay. Let's start there. Made me sneeze. The word wheat. Just automatically makes me sneeze. Gotcha. I don't, I've never, I've never going to taste. This is saying different things. This is saying tart, dry, and bubbly. That isn't what I typically see of a wheat beer. Okay. So I'm going to clear my conscience for a second. You should let me tell. Let me tell you about the brewery. Maybe like that'll name. Vanessa House. Okay, folks, we're here to educate you because we're learning with you. Uh, Vanessa House uh, is in Norman, Oklahoma. Who is Vanessa and why is everyone obsessed with her house? The distilled version is that it's a house on Vanessa Drive in Norman, Oklahoma. It's the house where 
five friends formed a lifetime bond and were first exposed to craft beer. So their story's already a little bit like our podcast. We love it when new and old friends alike come together with a great beer in hand, so it only made sense to name our beer company after the Vanessa House. So they got a cool story for their brewery. Uh, what we're drinking of theirs today is a Berliner Weiss. Uh, this the the Weiss with a W. This is a German style Eef. beer. What they describe it is is a cloudy sour beer around three percent alcohol by volume. Got a purple label. It is a regional variation of a wheat I, beer style from northern for me, Germany. I have zero. Dating back to the 16th century. Just solely based on your dislike of wheat beer. Correct? I mean, we're cool being, we're being, cool, we're being cool, candid cool here. I we're mean, yeah, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Uh, I hope they prove me When wrong. I think of wheat beer, for some reason, I think Blue Moon. Yeah, I don't like it. Or like a, a light blonde. Some bullshit like that. Yeah, and I don't like Blue Moon. Yeah, see? So we'll see. But I don't. I also don't know what a Berliner style. Oh, I'm German. Is. Let's. See, I'm. I'm got a lot of German in my heritage. You do. Yeah. I'm Cherokee Indian. You don't look it. Sorry, I got the my truck. But I'm not. My blonde. truck tag says that I am. <laughs> I'm not blonde haired and blue eyed either. So. <laughs> okay, so Vanessa House, Berliner style vice tart dry. What do I says eleven oh nine? Um, I don't know. We'll ask him about it, though. Yeah. Let's try it. We'll shoot him a message. Crack it open. It's purple. Oh, no. And it's, it's dripping. It's got a lot of fuzz in you're there. Gonna have to, you're going to have to hit it. That doesn't taste like beer. That doesn't taste anything like... That. The suds don't taste like Blue Moon. One drink... Cheers. Then we rate it. Then we finish it. I had to drink the fuzz off. Oh my god. That is not at all what I was expecting. It's definitely not a man's beer. I tell you what, that's Are we sure we've stand by? Yeah. I'm I'm right. This is a Blackberry Berliner style Vicel, and uh, the Blackberry is... You see it on the can? Do you yeah. see that now? I do now, but it, it's not in their description on their website. You, it's, it's tough it's to see. It's in the fine there's print. Little, there's little Blackberries back there. It's on, it, Well, it's on the fine print right here. But either way, either way, this is not a wheat beer. I'm gonna, here's where I'm going to go out. Folks... First off, this this is a turn of events. I'm gonna skip ahead because it says that these cost somewhere around two and a half bucks. You have two thirty nine, ranging where you buy them from. Correct. I think wherever you get these in liquor stores, I bought these from Quenchers in Owasso, which is a fantastic so liquor store. Mm -hmm. Two thirty nine a, a a can. We're both in our thirties. Mm -hmm. I want I want to give it. Quick little tidbit of advice for anybody in college. If you're looking to impress a lady friend and you want to get laid, I suggest buy this. 
Not because on a not, power, not girls, on a power drinking scale though. No, not all girls like to drink beer. That's a fact. This is, I think this is a beer. Well, I don't know what if Vanessa House was going towards the female world. They hit a home run. I mean, this isn't a beer that I'm going to drink. I I could drink a lot of it. My wife would hammer it. And the folks are probably wondering what in the hell we're talking about here. But folks, let me tell you, this tastes nothing like a wheat beer. This tastes like a blackberry wine. This is, dare I say, delicious. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's if you think of a, a chick drink, this this is it. This is not what you expect when you belly up to the bar at a craft brewery. I gotta apologize for casting it down. You, you got sassy <laughs> before you knew what this was. This this is a classic case I mean, of don't good. judge a book by its cover. It's good. This tastes delicious. Almost like a mixed drink. You know, hopefully there's some college kids that tune into this. Because this is how I'm going to try to resonate it with them. This is a White Claw or a Truly. Hard seltzer tasting beer. But what's the alcohol content on those? Cause More than this. Are they? I think so. Well, this is four and a half percent. So I, guess I bet it. Actually, I bet it. Then I, I, I bet guess if a White Claw is like six percent and, and your girl's getting pretty sloppy, tone it down to this. You know, here's the deal, though. What I what I think this is is, hey, you're going on a date, so you're going to swing by a brewery. You're going to act like you know what in the hell you're talking about. You're going to go by. You're you're a boomer sooner person, so you you're in Norman, okay. You've gone out to eat wherever you could scrounge up the money to go. Now you're gonna now you're gonna blow her skirt up a little bit. And you're going to take her to a brewery that she's never been to, which is called the Vanessa House. She's going to be like, what's this? And you're going to be like, just hear me out, sis. You take her in. You need to get the this, black. This, this is good. You need to get the. Bl- really you get good. the Blackberry Berliner style vice for her and then get you anything else. Yeah, I mean. I, the I, night's going to go your way. I don't know. I, I, the, the way that the world's going now, I guess. Maybe there are a lot of guys that like to drink this. You know, I won't judge them, but I still don't think that they're... I think this was geared for the girls. Well, purple label. It makes sense now. It doesn't look like a wheat beer. You owe Vanessa House an apology. Yeah. We need to go see them, and we need to ask them about this. I. This shouldn't even... They, if they make a beer this good for, for women, I can't wait to... Because this is the only beer I've ever had from them. I mean, literally, that was that was it right there. Mm-hmm. Um, can't wait to see what else they have. Yeah, this does not taste it. like beer to me. So, two thirty nine. That's not bad. Two thirty nine. You get your girl three of these, four of these. How many coming? you in a pack. Four singles only. Singles only. Mm-hmm. At that liquor, it quenchers. But you know, you belly up to Vanessa House with your with your your sweetie, mm-hmm. and you you buy her four or five of these. She's gonna love them. It's, hey, shout out to them. Good job. Yeah, because I feel like they really exactly s- right. They're tart, dry, and bubbly. I still don't know what eleven. I mean, that's like a time eleven oh nine. 
Hmm. That's the story. There's, there, there's, there's something, a, there's something that. that goes with that. We're going to get the guys from Vanessa House to answer this for us, folks, but we need to rate this thing. Proudly Oklahoma-owned, which is what we're... I mean, we only promote Oklahoma beers. Damn right. At least for right now. Damn right. We need to rate it, Bryce. You got to take into account taste on this thing. I'm not going to judge this for me, because for me, it would be low. And this I'm judging. No, we ne- we're never dr- judging these for us. We're judging them overall. I think for what they were shooting for, they are they are approaching eight. They are they are seven nine. For what they're trying to do here, what I think they might be trying to do here. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a seven nine as well. They're getting double seven nines, and that's just on the fact that an eight I don't want to be super achievable. This is damn good, damn drinkable, super tasty, guys. This does not taste like beer. This tastes more like a, a hard seltzer. Yeah. Blackberry has a, has a really good taste. Fantastic taste. Well, I don't know how many you could drink. But I know I'm I'm I might put my wife to the test. Yeah. I think I'll be buying Jamie four or five of these and just seeing how my night goes. Exactly. But no, that's really good beer. So moving on, we've got dual seven nines on the Vanessa House Blackberry Berliner style Vice L. Uh, from that, we're going to move into our outdoor section. Let's talk about the 2019 fishing season. And our outlook for 2020. Nothing to talk about. <laughs> That's absolutely What a correct. bullshit year, man. 2019 bass fishing season. <sighs> Started a, off strong. Dude, I really thought we were going to make money this year. We did. I mean, if you account for... We didn't really fish that many tournaments after. I think we're ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we still got... Yeah, we still got money in the kitty to enter tournaments that we never entered. Uh, started off strong. I think we, we cut, uh, we only, I mean, we can tell everybody that we only fish, uh, the, the tag series on Sky Tick Lake. Yeah. It's really all we have time for. We fish Wednesday night jackpots when we have time. We fish all the weekend tournaments. They have six qualifiers in the championship every year. This year, we entered the first tournament and we ended what? Fifth? Fifth. Hammered them. Yeah, fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth, somewhere when we were in, right there in the middle of the top ten, mm-hmm. uh, cashed a four or five hundred dollar check, and and then some bonus bucks on that, and then the the skies opened up for three, it rained for like a month, <laughs> three months. That's the record high. floods, uh, yeah, which I'm, was horrible. I'm, we don't we don't mean to make light of that because what happened in Oklahoma was devastating for numerous families and. Yeah, farmers, agricultural. Uh, it got scary in Tulsa. They started talking about levees breaking, but um, that's the highest I've seen Sky Tuk Lake since I can remember. Yeah, we went out there. We actually have pictures, and we we flew my drone around, and it was coming it was the the wind. And there was a point they, they you couldn't get out there, so it was probably higher. But when when Adam and I were able to make it out, the wind blowing from the south was pushing the water up hard enough that it was blowing over. I mean, the entire road had water running over it. Um, 
where we put in in Black Dog, everything was underwater. And it took months before you could even get back on the lake. And then once we were, I'm, I mean, it was, it was like not completely like fishing a different body. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, it, you're fishing in places that were normally 20 foot out of the water. Yeah. So it was a bust. It, and which here's a blessing in disguise. Usually when things like this happen, bait fish are able to get up into forage that they previously weren't able to get into. And hide. Young, younger fish are, are able to do the same and feed on them. Uh, it happened. The reverse thing happened when Sky took dropped down really low uh, several years back. That let grass grow up that, that never had grass. Then the, the lake came back up and, and it helped it. And we've seen what's happened from that. It's mm-hmm. created a better fishery. So we hope with, with this flood that, that's done the same thing. And, yeah, uh, I think what people don't think about Skytook is the amount of seven plus pound largemouth bass that are caught in that lake. Yeah, we. T- I mean, we, there's there's guys out there hammering and record smallmouth. There's there's giant smallmouth in Skytook, and you can go catch plenty uh, of smaller ones, but there's there's some big ones. I mean, we've caught our them. first tournament, the very first fish of the day at. It was like what? I mean, it was cold. Mm-hmm. Seven, seven forty, seven thirty. Yeah. Uh, I caught a, a four and a half pound smallie, and and for Oklahoma, that that's a big smallie. Uh, and and we've seen several eight pound plus largemouth caught at the tag tournament. Tons of eight pound plus. Tons. So it, it Sky Took's a really good fishery, and it's, and it's a tough fishery. It can be tough. It, it plays with your mind. It's a it's a pretty clear lake most of the time. So it was, but but back to the year, it was it was just a complete bust. So here we are. We, we're past the summer. We're coming into fall. You've had a kid. I've had a kid. So you weren't going to get to fish. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, had Jace July twenty fourth. Um, I'm in school. You're. I mean, we haven't had time, but we're busy. We're coming up on fall. I'm excited for it because no matter what, I'm, I'm going to take some breaks. Hunting season's here. Fall fishing is actually one of my favorite times because... I like to fall fish for bass, and if the bass aren't biting, I like to just bust the over there and go get the crappie. And and there's nothing better than, than taking advantage of that. You know, deer season's right around the corner, so if you are a big deer hunter, get after them. If, if you're only an angler, that just... Those guys that... that do both they're they're not in your way anymore you got the whole lake to yourself yeah i mean there's tons of bites in oklahoma in the fall so so you can still go catch catfish well uh, the fall time is when when you're you know like you're bad if we, we're going to talk heavy on bass because that's what we do mostly mm-hmm. they that's when you can actually they start schooling up and in oklahoma they don't school up that often uh until till the fall um, they get they start fattening up. Shad start grouping up in the creeks again. So it's fun to go chasing with that. But there again, you can you know people start putting jugs out for catfish. Winter's upon us. You know Oklahoma is a great place to go wintertime catfishing. Wintertime catfishing and crappie fishing are fixing to be a big deal in Oklahoma. Big you're going to have somebody in your family that's going to be chasing crappie real soon, and you're going to have somebody in your family chasing deer. Real, real soon. 
I can't wait till pheasant season gets here. You're you're a northern boy, so yeah, I'm, you're I'm a pheasant hunter. Hunting. You're a pheasant hunter, but I'm a deer hunter. It's yeah, we. I'm I'm a, I'm slinging arrows right yeah. now, getting ready. Um, we've got a couple. You know, we got we got a new place to hunt close to here, and so it's I don't know. Fall in Oklahoma is my favorite season. Football. Football. It's just a great time. You don't sweat when you go outside. God, it's been miserable. Today was the first cool day in like what a month? Yeah, this seventy-eight was the high. So So, that's you know it's just exciting. Uh, Looking forward to it. Yeah, if you're if you're wondering what what to be up to, if you're thinking I'm just getting into fishing or whatever, what do we what do you what are you doing the in the fall in Oklahoma outdoors wise? Here's your options: deer hunting. Obviously, everybody does that in Oklahoma. You got crappie, catfish. If you can get with somebody that knows what they're doing, you can catch bass and really lots of smallies in the fall and winter. And there's hiking. I'm out. I'm kind of more the fitness guy here. And I'll tell you guys, you get down to southern Oklahoma, Robber's Cave, uh, leaves are going to start changing. Uh, camping season is going to be back on. Snakes are going away. Snake. That's why I don't camp in the summer. <laughs> and in Oklahoma, the fall is a fantastic time to to hike and and um, camp. So yeah, just get outdoors. I mean, that's have what, that on that's your mind. You're, you live it. You live. If you're in Oklahoma, you're in an amazing state who has well defined seasons, and we have tons and tons of fantastic public land and lakes that you can go play on that's really what i'd want to cover in this episode uh, yeah tulsa gun club finally got everything cleaned up i'm gonna i think i'm gonna go shoot this weekend yeah i've got a little track little skeet i got sporting clays on tuesday okay so i gotta go brush off sure get clean get crisp on it yeah oklahoma is an outdoorsman state people so go fish go hunt if you're not into fishing and hunting, or if you barely are, go to southern Oklahoma, take your kids camping, watch the leaves change colors, be out there in that cool, crisp air, just enjoy it, because not all states have, have the kind of stuff we have. So No, go to Houston. It never changes. <laughs> yeah, it's wet down there right now. Um, <laughs> let's, let's move on to real estate. Let's, 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 let's finish it up with real estate. Um this is a simple one for me, and I'm going to bring it up because I've just no, I've shown some used houses lately, and this is just on my mind. I want to talk first impressions. This could relate to, to a lot of life. <laughs> yeah, this is life advice. This <laughs> might tell a story about how you function as a human being, but if you're trying to sell your house, you need to know one thing. Take it from the realtor. You need to know one thing. The first impression that buyer has when they walk, when they get out of their car, before they even walk in your house, how your flower beds are, how clean the concrete is, is important. But once they cross the threshold of that house and go into your home, that son of a gun better be polished and it needs to look like nobody lives there, to be honest with you. Yeah. It just needs to look like it's staged, 
and decorated, and it needs to look and smell like nobody lives there. That's the ticket. Or that somebody might live there on HGTV. First impressions are huge. Because they're going to look, people, what you need to understand. Or at least and if like you're watching this video, if you're watching this video, what you need to understand, they're going to look at like six to ten houses that day. How can you make yours stand out? It needs to be the cleanest, best looking one they saw that day. So that's really all I got. First impressions are huge. Take that for your job interviews, for life, for everything. Uh, clean your freaking house up. Declutter it. Get shit off the walls. Just make it look nice. Um, first impressions are huge. What's your take on that? Sorry. Bryce is a gambler and he's worried about a game right now. Got sidetracked. Um, well, it, it's everything. Perfect example. Most home buyers. I mean, we we live it every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're in it. We're in it. So I I see anywhere between. So with me, you get some leeway because I get it. I one, I got two kids. Yeah. And a dog, and and so I get it. We, and uh, the house can be clean, and five minutes later, it could look like yeah. But for for out. people that are trying to buy uh, your house, they they're wanting perfection. Yeah, the biggest deal that, that I can relate to. Cause, uh, so let's talk about. I mean, as a family member, my mom and dad, the the they bought a, a lake home. Was I guess the was the most recent purchase of somebody that was close to me. Uh, they looked at fifteen to twenty houses on Grand Lake. Yeah, and. I mean, when they walked in, it was... They make a decision right then. In their mind... He knew, I mean, and it was... Most of the time, you know in the first three minutes. It was over what they said they wanted to do. um, But when they walked in, it didn't matter. I mean, that goes out the window. Yeah. If you can make somebody love it instantly, they might spend 100 more. Yep. Or 20 more, whatever they're able to when you're hunting for different things, but... I mean, when he walked in, I mean, he told me after the fact that he knew he wasn't walking out without signing the papers. Uh, and that was because, and you've been there, it was pristine pulling up. Uh, those those people made sure of that. When you walked in, everything looked exactly like you are talking about. Uh, I mean, it, same deal. If I, if I walked into a house and you've got your shit strung everywhere, I'm not really thinking that you're concerned about selling. Correct. I need you to... to your ass needs to be moving out. <laughs> yeah. Like that's exactly right. I need a motivated seller to make me a motivated buyer. Correct. And, and you want to feel like you're buying something nice that's been taken care of. Yeah. So, folks, make it look like you've taken care of your stuff. Cater to your buyers. First impressions are everything. Never forget that. That's what we're going to yeah, end you. If you think it looks bad, they will too. I mean. Or smells bad. <laughs> numerous. And that's numerous. what we're going to end you with today. Vanessa House. Blackberry, Berliner style, Weiss Elf, great beer, does not taste like beer. Uh, Can't wait to talk to people at Vanessa House about this. Outdoors, it's fall in Oklahoma, tons of stuff to do. We've got two minutes. I figured out why they have 1109 on the front. Okay. So on their can, I hope they do this on all of them. They tell a story. So real quick. You got a minute. This is what's printed. 
Okay. Actual conversation from an impromptu VHVC road trip to Denver at precisely 11.09 a.m. Zach, how close are we? Justin, what? Zach, how much longer until we're there? Justin says, oh, hold on, 400 miles. Zach said, okay, but how long? Justin said, what? Zach said, how much time until we're there? Justin said, oh, it's 11.09. Hashtag not what we asked for. Sounds like one of those just typical stupid conversations between buddies. I'm going to jump out here just in, in to make conversation with the guys from Vanessa House when we do meet them. Justin sounds like a dumbass. <laughs> so, folks, that's what that's what we got here. Now, I think it's it's really cool that they posted. They remembered that. That at 11.09, put it on the front of the that, Yeah, that's, that, that's cool. That was important to them. So, so Vanessa House, hey, we're, them. we're coming yeah, for you, Vanessa House. Fallen Oklahoma people, get outside. You can do it. You won't sweat too bad, and it's going to be beautiful. Enjoy it. It's yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. And clean your damn house up if you're going to sell it. All of it. All of it. Flower beds all inside, of all of it. So thanks, guys. Tune in for the next episode. We're going to try another one. We'll it's going see to be you soon. Fun. See you soon. Thanks.